Emotionally available means being open to what our body can do. Being excited about all the ways that we can move, whether it be in fitness or yoga or dance or just everyday life. We're gonna love our bodies and be really proud of ourselves every day. Sometimes it's not about having high expectations or low expectations of ourselves. It's just about having no expectations and being really thankful and excited every single day about little small things we do. I'm in the car and this is Deanna. And on my commute to work, I wanna talk about all things emotionally available, what that means to me, and how it might apply to your dance, fitness, or movement goals. I'm so excited you're with me today. We'll be right back. and we're in the car chatting today about how to find a yoga class. I think a lot of people um, have a lot of preconceived notions of what a yoga class might look like or what a studio might be like and there's just so many options out there for what you need and what you're looking for and maybe you'll find out that there's a yoga studio out there that you didn't even know existed, the, the type, the feel, whatever it is. So a while ago when I did my New Year's resolution, podcast, I discussed maybe what to look for in a dance studio or a dance class. And this is kind of that version, but for now for yoga classes. So if you thought about doing yoga, maybe you've tried some at-home classes online, maybe off YouTube or another service. Um, or maybe you've just kind of looked up yoga poses in People Magazine when they do like a sporty version and then you try some. And that's a really great idea. So if you're thinking of doing yoga, there's nothing wrong with trying some yoga at home. I think that's a really good way to just test out and be familiar with how your body might feel in these different things, especially if you have some unique injuries or maybe some um, pre-existing physical limitations or issues. It might give you the confidence to step into class and be like, oh no, I, I know I can do a lunge because I've tried in the comfort of my own home. And that's really, really great. I know yoga teachers who um, never take class and they only have a home practice. I definitely can relate to that. I'm, I'm not currently having a yoga class um, at a yoga studio, so I often have a home practice. But having a home practice is really cool. It's also not necessary. So when you're looking for your first yoga class or yoga studio home, I'd really encourage you to just go visit. I think um, it's important to just stop by. So if you're having lunch at a shopping center and there's a yoga studio and you've been eyeing it for months, just go in and ask them. Um, just go and talk to the front desk lady, see if they're open. I will tell you that a lot of hot yoga studios will sometimes lock their doors um, or smaller regular yoga studios will lock their doors simply because um, there might not be a front desk person. The instructor might have been the front desk person is now in the class and then will lock the door. So if the doors ever locked during a normal business hours, don't be worried at a yoga studio. I say this specifically because of hot yoga, because when you go to hot yoga, you generally have a whole change of clothes and you leave all of your belongings outside of the hot room. It's not a good idea to bring like electronics or other things that would be sensitive to water <laughs> into the hot room with you because um, they might get gross from your beautiful but significant sweat. So <laughs> that's going to be kept in the locker room. Instead of locking the locker room, sometimes the teacher might just lock the studio, so don't be alarmed. 
with that said, go to class. See if they have a free one. If you can find a studio that you're brave enough to walk into and take a peek at, and then be brave enough to just go take the class, that's the best thing you can do. It's really, really important because yoga has so many different styles to try different teachers. I have a yoga studio that I love, but I don't always like all the teachers. <laughs> um, I certainly appreciate them all, but I've been to a yoga class there with a teacher that just was not my style. Um, I think she was a bit too um, chatty and I wanted something a bit more spiritual, for example. Now, please be in mind that you might have a day that you like someone who giggles in your class and then you might want something more soulful. So it's actually a really good idea to know what kind of different yoga instructors are at your studio. So you can get what you need depending on the day. You might decide that when you go with your friends and all your gal pals, that it would be kind of nice to have that yoga instructor that's willing to giggle in class or tell a joke because it's going to make you guys have a little bit more fun. Um, and maybe less feel less awkward if not everyone's a yogi in your little gal pal group. But if you're really needing to connect with your breath and just want that quiet time, you might want a teacher that's a bit more spiritual or serene. So within a yoga studio, there's gonna be most likely different kinds of yoga teachers. And I say that even within the same style. Let's say this studio offers um, Bikram yoga hot yoga. That's the same postures every single class. Um, maybe a teacher uses a different variation, but it's going to be pretty much the same thing. However, the way a teacher coaches in and out of it, the sound of their voice, um, the vocabulary they use, the kind of adjectives they choose, just their vibe is going to really change the way a class feels. With that said, if you go to an all-levels, multi-style studio, that's going to be totally just multiplied by a million um, as far as variety in teachers. So some people, I'll say, actually find a yoga teacher they love and then will follow that teacher around. So sometimes teachers have multiple studios they work at. Sometimes they work at one studio and then do freelance classes elsewhere, like at a brewery um, or some other cool location. So you might find that when you're looking for a yoga studio, you don't fall in love with the studio, you fall in love with the teacher. That's totally cool. If you just love the studio, there's a few things that I want you to look for. One, what is the environment like? Do you like it because it's colorful? Do you like it because it's very plain and serene? Do you like it because there seems to be a lot of Buddhist um, influence in the art? Do you like it because it's very um, eccentric? See the style because often the style is influenced by the owner and the owner is obviously hiring the teachers that are probably influenced by her as well, even with their own styles. I want you to, when you go to class, see if you feel comfortable there. People most often feel comfortable around people who are like themselves. So if you are a first time yoga um, student and you go in and everyone looks like a model off Instagram doing inversions and you've never even <laughs> touched your toes upside down. I don't know, I, you're so brave and I hope you have a great class and you probably will and it's gonna be a great learning experience. But to me, I would feel weird. I wanna go to a class where there's lots of body types. Um, there's lots of different um, experience levels. I think that's really special. I think that a really good class, in my opinion, has all levels, um, or at least
least a variety within a specific level. Even if they say it's yoga too, so a bit more advanced with lots of posture options, I still want the teacher to give me a beginner option because maybe I need a beginner option in um, crow because I have an advanced practice but I'm terrible at crow. So a teacher should still teach to all levels even if they're focusing on the reach of a more advanced class. Um, and that's really, really important. I think that as a teacher, I know that if I'm teaching mostly advanced or mostly beginners, there's still a lot of variation there. Um, advanced and beginner mean very different things to different people. And you're always gonna get the person that's just trying it out and maybe just wants to see what the different class is like. So I hope you find a teacher that has a lot of appeal within a level or within a broad range of levels. If you're looking at um, your class, it's important to notice, do you like the room? Is it a good temperature? Do you find the windows comfortable? I say windows because maybe you don't want a boutique style studio where the windows look onto the street and you're the advertisements. <laughs> maybe you want it to be more private. Take note of just your comfort level in that class. In the locker room, do you like how private the locker room is? Do you even care about that? Your comfort and security when you're learning something new is supremely important. So notice the way the studio and the environment makes you feel. With that said, notice how the teacher is adding to that. What is the teacher doing and how are they speaking that either makes you very comfortable or not so comfortable? This is so valuable. I know that my favorite teacher I could listen to on a podcast in the middle of like New York City Times Square and still feel at ease. Because I just have that connection with her and I feel strongly about the way she communicates and I like it. It resonates with me. Um, I know that it doesn't really matter who's in the class with me because I like the way she teaches. Now, I also found that my favorite studio, um, even if I have a teacher that I don't love that day, maybe they're substituting or maybe I just could only make it to a, um, a teacher that isn't my favorite. I know that studio is filled with good vibes that I will just be able to get something good out of that class. And that's really valuable too. It's really, really important like dance to know that every class is a bit different and every teacher is a bit different. Go to lots of different classes, go to different levels, go to different teachers within the studio, follow your teacher to different studios and locations and have fun. If, if yoga is anything, it should be um, benefiting your day. And you need to find a place that is comfortable and confident. So to close, I want you to think about the environment of your studio. Is it comfortable to walk into? Do you feel safe there emotionally, physically, and spiritually? When you're in class with your teacher, um, before class, after class, during class, do you feel like they're benefiting your day? Are you having a good time? Um, do they make you feel safe moving in ways that you've maybe never moved before? Um, notice if they do physical corrections, how they use their voice to um, influence your movement. And all these things are going to build connections that are really, really valuable. It's also, lastly, really, really important that you take a look at what your goals are. So if you don't know what your goals are in yoga, that's totally fine. That in itself is a goal. My goal is to find out my goal. <laughs> and that's totally, totally fine. Um, but if you don't have a goal, I think that's one of the best places to be. A lot of people are like, ooh, I want to do yoga to do handstands. 
okay, well that's fine. If that's the case, you need to find a studio or a teacher in the studio that loves inversions and you need to go for it. Your goals, whether they be mentally, physically, or spiritually aligned, need to match with your teacher and or studio. That's super, super important. So look at your goals. Your goal is to have a relaxing class, then the teacher in the studio and your experience has to be relaxing. Otherwise, you're wasting your time and money. Now, there's always a class that doesn't jive with you and that's fine. Maybe because you, you're having a bad day or a rough time and you're going to work through that. But at the end of the day, your goals and your needs need to be supremely important. And you're spending your time and money in this experience and you should love it. Teacher, studio, and your goals. And they all have to kind of match and, and influence your day. Um, I would encourage you to look into first-time um, deals. So a lot of times they'll do like free month for a certain amount of money or free week or maybe just one free class. That's a really, really, really great opportunity. Um, I think it's important that you go into a class without feeling like you're spending your last dollar on it because you're going to be more open to enjoying it. I know when I spend a lot of money on any service, I put a lot of pressure on it um, to then live up to that amount of money. Um, and while eventually when you're paying full price for a class, that is going to matter. But you don't want to worry about living up to anything other than your comfort level the first time. And that's going to be really, really important. So I hope you find a studio you love. I hope you find a teacher that you connect to. And I hope you have goals mentally, physically, and spiritually that jive with those two things. And if you haven't found that place or that person yet, keep looking. There's so many yoga resources online in studio at unique locations they're totally out there for you and I'm so excited that you're even thinking about yoga because it's like the best and I'd love to do some more chats um, about my first yoga class um, and my yoga story and I'm just really really excited for you to start yours so have an awesome day and talk soon bye